The White Sox decisions on Tim Anderson and Josh Harrison uh, were not a surprise, but A.J. Pollock's decision definitely caught me off guard. Uh, How will the White Sox spend that money? Because the outfield definitely needs to be addressed. Uh, MLB award season continues as Sox ace Dylan Cease uh, gets some well-deserved attention. How have the White Sox fared uh, throughout history in regards to honors and distinctions? You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, The Chicago White Sox had a top 10 uh, payroll last season, but is it really all about the money? Uh, MLB awards season has not been kind to the White Sox throughout history. Perhaps the Sox need to do their own celebrating Uh, Also, sometimes situations work themselves out in the most surprising ways. Uh, Wow, this was a surprise Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Good thing I did a whole episode on A.J. Pollock recently and what he could bring to the White Sox in 2023. Uh, Buster uh, Olney from ESPN uh, Putting it out there, uh, A.J. Pollock is declining his $13 million option for the 2023 uh, season with the White Sox. He receives a $5 million buyout instead and now becomes a free agent. Uh, Was it so bad on the south side that A.J. Pollock just had to get away? Or does he think he can do better on the open market? Uh, maybe a combination of both. But the White Sox now have some money to play with and some outfield issues uh, to address. Hey, it's MLB awards season. Uh, White Sox ace Dylan Cease is a finalist for the Cy Young. Uh, Cease, truly one of the few reasons that made this past season enjoyable. Uh, he had arguably... Uh, the best moment of the year with his no uh, one hitter, I should say, uh, against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Dylan Cease is up against Justin Verlander, uh, Alec Manoa. Uh, this was the blurb uh, from the announcement. A 26-year-old Cease built on his breakout uh, 2021 with an even better 2022 for the White Sox, going 14-8 and with a 2.20 ERA second in the L8, uh, second in AL to Justin Verlander uh, in 227 strikeouts, one more than he had uh, last season. Uh, Cease's uh, year included a record-setting streak of 14 straight starts, allowing no more than one earned uh, from May 29th to August 11th. 
I don't. I, I'm thinking this is Justin Verlander's award to lose, but you never know. Uh, you never know what can happen. Uh, Cease is knocking on the door. That's for sure. Uh, Sox pitchers uh, have gotten close in recent history. Uh, Lance Lynn in 2021. Uh, he was up there in the top three. Uh, Dallas Keuchel in 2020 had votes uh, coming in the top five. Uh, Giolito had that great 2019 that we hope he can replicate at some point. Uh, he was in sixth place in the Cy Young voting. Chris Sale way back, uh, he had he had a lot of opportunities uh, in, in, I would say, 2014. Uh, he was up there third place. Uh, Mark Burley and John Garland uh, back in 2005, uh, they were up there in voting uh, in the top six. Uh, Sox have not had a lot of Cy Young Award winners, uh, just three in all of history. Again, the White Sox been around for over 120 years. Uh, you got to go back to 1993, Blackjack McDowell, the last uh, White Sox pitcher to win the Cy Young Award. Uh, before that, it was Lamar Hoyt in 1983, and then early win in uh, 1959. All very successful seasons for the White Sox. So does getting uh, to the postseason matter? It, it sure feels like it. Another reason why uh, I, I don't think this is the year for Dylan Cease. Uh, l- let's talk about some other recent White Sox award winners uh, during this MLB award season. Again, the White Sox have been around for a long time. Uh, But aside from gold glove and silver sluggers, uh, the Sox do not have a rich history of award winners. Uh, MVP, only four players in Sox history. Uh, Most recent, of course, Jose Abreu, 2020. Uh, Rookie of the year, there have been six uh, players throughout history. Most recent, Jose Abreu, 2014. Uh, And then silver slugger, uh, there's been multiple. Most recent, uh, had a good year in 2020. Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez. And Jose Abreu, this Abreu guy keeps getting mentioned. I wonder if the Sox should bring him back. Uh, Gold Glove, there have been several winners. Uh, Most recent, Luis Robert uh, from that 2020 season. That was a fun year, wasn't it? A lot of awards from that year. And Manager of the Year, five recipients. Most recent, uh, Ozzie Guillen in 2005. So I started thinking about future award winners. We got some guys on this team uh, you know, that, that could be in this award season conversation soon. Uh, for MVP, I, I really think uh, Luis Robert has the skills, has the ability, has the danger uh, offensively, defensively. He's won a gold glove already, of course, as I just mentioned. Can he stay healthy? He has the tools, right? Uh, gold glove, I know there's going to be folks that are going to be so mad that I'm going to say this. I think Yoan Mankata can win a gold glove. I really do at third base. Uh, I know it, it seems like he falls asleep sometimes over there, but boy, I, I think he can He can do it. I really do. Uh, Silver slugger, Andrew Vaughn. We'll see what happens with him. Is he going to be your full-time first baseman moving forward? And Cy Young, I don't think it's going to be this year, but I think Dylan Cease is just destined uh, to win a Cy Young. Uh, so then I started thinking more about, you know, the, the Sox haven't got the love from Major League Baseball with, with their awards. And maybe the Sox need to do their own celebrating, more of that. Uh, White Sox have 11 numbers retired. 
And I really do believe there should be a number 12 and it should be number 13, Ozzie Gian. I know a lot of folks don't really care too much about retired numbers. They can go either way. I think it's a wonderful way to celebrate your team's history and the White Sox have a ton of it. Uh, when Gian left after the 1997 season, the White Sox did not give that number out again until 2001 when Antonio Osuna wore it for two seasons. Then Willie Harris wore it in 2003. Ozzie Gian, of course, came back to manage in 2004. He got his number 13 back. Since he left after the 2011 season, nobody has worn number 13 since. I really hope they figure that out. I believe Ozzie Gian should have that number retired for everything he has done uh, for this franchise as a player and, of course, as a manager. Uh, perhaps the White Sox could also think about maybe a team Hall of Fame, uh, something like what the Royals have done. I believe even the Cincinnati Reds have their own team Hall of Fame. Sox used to have a little Hall of Fame uh, back behind home plate in the concourse. That has been removed. It's been put in the area uh, where scout seats folks can, you know, during their dining experience, they can look at uh, some of the memorabilia. I, I really think they need to make that public, have a team Hall of Fame, so much rich history. It'd be a way to honor and celebrate uh, the White Sox since MLB does not seem to recognize us as frequently. Uh, put the 11 retired numbers in and then other players that have made an impact while in a White Sox uniform, uh, you know, something like Dick Allen uh, or Jack McDowell, and then add folks like Bill Veck, Nancy Faust, Roland Heeman, uh, Roger Bossard, Hawk, Gene Honda, and, and so forth. Just, just a thought, just an idea. It's really cool what the Royals and the Reds uh, have done. Uh, money will be a topic of conversation this offseason, as it always is with Jerry and the White Sox. I'm going to tell you why money might not have been the issue last year. Uh, more on that in a moment. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Lockdown White Sox listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. Uh, this is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Uh, did you know that over the holidays, property, cri uh, property uh, crimes like burglaries and package thefts uh, spike nationally? Uh, that's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is home. A whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service uh, costs less than a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system uh, I recommend. 
Uh, get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash lockdown MLB. This is their biggest discount of the year. Uh, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com lock uh, slash lockdown MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Uh, money, money, money. It will always be about money, uh, specifically uh, players this offseason. How, how big of a contract? Uh, will they get uh, Aaron Judge? Uh, he might command the most this offseason. And uh, I know there's a lot of Sox fans. Hey, if we're living in the season of hope and delusion, why not dream about An uh, Aaron Judge uh, out there in right field? Makes so much sense. But uh, when you see what the over-under on how much he might get, uh, you're obviously going to say that that's, of course, not in the White Sox uh, future. So Bet Online has the odds of where uh, Aaron Judge will land if he does not resign uh, with the Yankees. Uh, Giants at the top of the list, the, uh, the San Francisco Giants, two to one odds. Dodgers, three to one. Uh, Mets, uh, eight to one. Braves, Rangers, Red Sox, 12 to one. Angels, Blue Jays, uh, 16 to one. Uh, White Sox are nowhere to be found because the over-under for Aaron Judge's next contract has been set at $375 million. Uh, another guy uh, that uh, he's getting some buzz among Sox fans. Why not? Trey Turner, boy, he would be a great fit. Contract prediction for Trey Turner, nine years, $275 million. I, I've seen that uh, tossed around. I don't know if you saw his recent uh, endeavor, but Troy, uh, Trey Turner, I, I know lots of Sox fans are dreaming of him, but it's, it's just probably not going to happen. He put together a highlight reel, almost like an actor would going out on auditions and so forth. Uh, he put out a highlight reel that he's going to pitch to other teams and he got John Hamm uh, to narrate it. If you haven't found that, go check it out. Pretty interesting. We'll see what that does uh, for his interest. Uh, this was uh, updated after the trade deadline this past uh, year. The White Sox had the seventh highest payroll in all of baseball this past season. Seventh highest. Uh, Dodgers were at 265 and change. Uh, Mets 261. Uh, Yankees 251. Fourth were the Phillies 242. Padres 220. Uh, Red Sox in sixth place. Uh, 207, and then the White Sox in seventh, 196 million. Astros in eighth place, Braves in ninth, and the Angels rounded out the top 10. Of the top 10 payrolls, the Red Sox, White Sox, and Angels were the three teams to fail to make the postseason. So you might be asking yourself, where did the AL Central champs, the Cleveland Guardians, fall on that list? The Cleveland Guardians came in 27th in payroll at 67.8 million. Uh, so the White Sox could be playing with a similar payroll in 2023 than what they had in 2022. I'm going to tell you why the roster construction will be so critical uh, this offseason. More on that in a moment. Okay, so now the White Sox had one of the highest payrolls in history this past season. Now, they had a payroll increase of 28% from 2021 to 2022, which was the third best in all of baseball. Just another reason why 2022 was so 
embarrassing. The White Sox spent money, but it was how they spent their money. Uh, also, those numbers just go to show you why money does not necessarily mask all the other problems going on with an organization or how a team is managed, coached, or constructed. Uh, but I do think the lack of an impact player, a complete difference maker, someone that could completely change the organizational direction is what the White Sox have lacked. And that will most likely continue under Reinsdorf. I don't see Jerry willing or interested in paying a luxury tax. Uh, after the White Sox struck out on Machado and Harper, Han famously talked about how money will be spent. Uh, he said, quote, the money will be spent. It might not be spent this offseason, but it will be spent at some point. This isn't money sitting around waiting to just accumulate interest. It's money trying to be deployed to put us in best position to win some championships, end quote. The Sox have spent money. They've spent the money, just not in the way a lot of fans wanted. The Sox didn't make a big splash. They spent it on Yasmani Grandal, Dallas Keuchel. I look at what the White Sox have spent on their bullpen. Hendricks is going to make $14 million in 2023. Joe Kelly, $9 million. Graveman, $8 million. Diekman, $3.5. Bummer, $3.75. So projected 2023 payroll, all bells and whistles. That sits maybe somewhere around $180 million. Maybe it will be similar to 2022. Uh, the projected 2023 luxury tax threshold could be around $230 million. So with A.J. Pollock declining his option and taking the $5 million buyout, uh, he is gambling that he can make up that $8 million somewhere else, and, and, and he might get that. So the Sox have an extra $8 million to play around with, but it's not necessarily the amount. It's how will the Sox use it. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. You find your podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter at Locked On Socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Locked On White Socks your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to examine off-season White Sox scenarios as the Sox go full steam ahead with the Pedro Grafol era. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.